Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife Bab on this twenty-sixth day of December. Mm-hmm. A tremendous Tuesday. Our do not fear scripture comes out of Second Kings one fifteen. Second Kings one fifteen. The angel of the Lord said to Elijah, Go down with him, do not be afraid of him. So Elijah got up and went down with him to the king. Hallelujah. Mm-mm. Our teaching today is entitled Seven Keys to God's Plan for the Year. You know, it's the day after Christmas, and we're still celebrating the birth, yes, the life of our Lord. Can anybody say hallelujah? Hallelujah. We're also celebrating because our baby girl, Zan, is still in the house. Thank you, Jesus. And our son, Jamie, comes in this afternoon. We trust you had a glorious Christmas day, one filled with fresh memories of God's goodness and faithfulness. If your day wasn't all you wanted it to be, things didn't go the way you planned, the enemy had the nerve to attack you on Christmas Day, then look out your window. You don't see God's throne as we've always said. He's still on it. Everything's going to be all right. So let's move on to today's call. You ever been late to an appointment or perhaps overlooked one altogether? I know people who've lost jobs or didn't get a job because they were late on an appointment. Are you going to meet your children or grandchildren's teacher for the first time? That's not a thing to be late for. Of every appointment you've ever had, there's one appointment you're not going to want to miss. God scheduled this appointment for you before you were ever born. Mm. It's part of your destiny. His plan and purpose for your life. Let's look at two scriptures in Jeremiah. First Jeremiah 1 5, 1 5, classic amplified Bible. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrated you, and I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Wow. Your loving Heavenly Father had plans for you even before you were born. Don't ever forget that. Second, Jeremiah 29.11, one of our favorites in the New International Version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's plans for your future are good. Hallelujah. Life is full of possibilities, whether negative or positive. It becomes a choice that we make. That's why the enemy will do everything possible to confuse us and keep us from accomplishing the appointment that God has for us. The enemy wants us to live in the mm-hmm. land of disappointment, discouragement, and depression. That's right. Many Christians have chosen to let discouragement cast its dark cloud over their life, thinking that they've missed the best that life has. The word disappointment, well, it's kind of like disappointment, D-I-S, appointment. Dis means cut away, to be separated from. 
put the two words together and you see that you're choosing to live in discouragement. You've allowed yourself to be cut away from or separated from God's appointment for your life. That's right. Delay God's, does not mean denial. That's it. God's plan for you is for you to live a successful life. He plans for you to do so. His plan requires action on our parts. Here are seven keys to knowing God's plan. But you must know what God says about your future and the appointment he made for you. You'll find the answer you seek in the Word of God. Amen. First, you've got to read it. No matter where you are in life, living the dream or dreaming of a life worth living, You'll find the direction, encouragement, comfort, peace, strength, and power you need in the Word. In Acts 15.31, Acts 15.31 in the Classic Amplified says, And when they read it, the people rejoiced at the consolation and encouragement it brought them. You know, there are many, and I was just reading them this morning in my devotion, many psalms of disappointment where David and others said, Lord, what's going on around me? You know, there's a great plethora of things in the Word of God that can help you to know that you're not the only one who goes, Lord, what's going on around here? You know, <clears throat> really. But God will offer consolation if we are faithful and continue to be looking. Reading the Word provides us inside information, and it also provides us consolation. We're not the only ones. But that God has plans David wrote many a disappointing psalm, but look at what God did with him, and he will do the same for you. Ephesians 3, 4, 3, 4, as you read what I have written, you will understand my insight into this plan regarding Christ. You know, we also need to point out that reading a verse once isn't enough. You need to study it and understand it. In fact, we recommend that you read James 1, 5 through 7. James 1, 5 through 7 in the Classic Amplified well, why not seven times? That's right. In James 5, 1 through 7, it says this. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God, who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproach or fault finding, and it will be given him. Only it must be in faith that he asks, with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. From, for the one who wavers, hesitates, doubts, is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind. For truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything. He asks for the Lord, <clears throat> from the Lord. One of the things that that says to me, especially when you're reading it seven times, is the fact that you need to ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Yes. You know, <clears throat> and you and knock and keep on knocking. And don't give up and show the Lord that you are faithful and will not give up on him. And I promise you, Absolutely. he won't give up on you. That's so true. Second. Understand it. James 1.19, Classic Amplified Bible. Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man be quick to hear, a ready listener, slow to speak, slow to take offense and to get ready. We find it significant that James 1.19, James 1.19 begins with the word understand before we're told to be a ready listener. God wants us to read his word. He wants us to hear the word. 
But he also wants us to understand what we've read. In eight different scriptures, we're admonished to hear and understand. God doesn't want us to be ignorant. 1 Corinthians 12.1, classic Amplified. Now about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy. Brethren, I do not want you to be misinformed. King James Version says, I would not have you ignorant. Hallelujah. God does not want you ignorant. Think about that. In his word, his promises. You have to live a life worth living. God wants you to understand the fullness of his word. That's right. Reading the word isn't enough. We must understand what we're reading. And third, we'll need to analyze it. As we read the word, continuing in it daily, we, our understanding grows year, you know, day after day, year after year, really. And then with this growth comes spiritual discoveries and revelatory insights that we didn't experience before. That's why we're growing. So it's important, and I say totally important, that we understand and get the word down in us so that we will be able to understand the fullness of everything that is being said. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, classic Amplified, it says, Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God, and we lead every thought and purpose away captive unto the obedience of Christ. Listen, if you don't know the word, you don't know what to take captive. I mean, you know, we take those thoughts that are, look, you don't just come up with those thoughts. The enemy likes to send kamikaze thoughts into your mind. So when you go, wait, that doesn't line up with the word of God. You go, I take that captive under the obedience of Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. So here's four questions when we're analyzing. What does the verse say? What does this verse mean? And what does this verse have to do with me? And how can I apply this understanding to my life? Hosea 14.9, New Living Translation. Hosea 14.9 says, Let those who are wise understand these things. Let those with discernment listen carefully. The paths of the Lord are true and right, and righteous people live by walking by them. But in those paths, sinners stumble and fall. Oh, wow. That's exciting stuff. It is. And, uh, let's do a little more. We're, we're obviously not going to finish this today, mm. but we're going to get, well, we're going to get as much as we can. That's it. And that's what we want to do. Hallelujah. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is um, there is a lot to get, and we're going to get ready, what we call getting ready and prepared to go into the new year as we're, fired up and ready to go as we possibly can. We want you to have a mental and spiritual exercise. And we want you to start today as you prepare for 2024. If either your data information system, whether it's smartphone, tablet, computer, three-hole punch legal pad, which you can place in your three-wing binder, we want you to make a list the six major areas of your life. <coughs> Excuse me. Spiritual, absolutely. Spiritual, family, financial, mental, physical, 
social. Hallelujah. First, we want you to begin by listing how God manifested his presence in your life in 2023. Recall the times he delivered you, the times you experienced miracle manifestation, the blessings he provided for you. Think on these things. Mm -hmm. You can call us listing Hallelujah 2024 or look what the Lord did in 2023 mm -hmm. or whatever you wish. We want to assure you that you can make no greater preparation for success in 2024 than listing what God did for and through you in 2023. And if you're still alive and breathing, he's got plans for you. And I want you to understand this. The enemy's whole, the enemy's whole, uh, you know, device against you is to discourage you and get you out of the word. That's because right. you cannot claim what you do not believe in. If you think the Lord has let you down, and look, there's a lot of times the Lord will try your patience. <laughs> and he's, you know, perfecting his perfect work. But you have to remember who is behind the, the enemy trying to do this to you. It's yep. the enemy, and you, the thing about it is, is God says, no, my, like he said about Job, he goes, my, my servant will be faithful. And sometimes that faithfulness calls, you know, us to, like I like to say, hold on to the hem of his garment. Amen. But, you know, after a while, you get to where you can hold on to it with a lot more peace, knowing that if he did it, all those things in the past, that's why you go over it and over it. You re remember the great things he's done if he did it once, believe me, he'll do it again. We want to emphasize again that you can have no greater preparation for success, success in 2024 than listening what God did for and through you. 2023. 2023. Think of the good things. Hallelujah. Get ready for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get you prepared for the new year. Amen. And until then, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. God bless you. Bye-bye.